putting ourselves out there that you have to you have to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like, let's go, man, let's go and not worry about that FOPO. So if anyone out there listening to this is, has a project or like they want to do a podcast or they want to start YouTube or they want to put themselves out there, do it. Like, don't even worry about FOPO. It's part of it. Like you, you will have opinions. You'll, you'll get support. You'll get hate. That's all good. That's all for you. You know, that's another thing I want to say is like, things don't happen to you in life. They Everything happens for you. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. And as always, we always have amazing guests. Today is no different. Mm. Now, our guest is Aaron Wexler, and I'm just going to start with the mission. It's going to follow, be followed by an amazing conversation, which is to inspire the next generation of athletes to become the best version of themselves, both within and outside of their game. Beyond that, let me tell you, Aaron is quite the busy man out there. Host of Within the Game podcast, as well as founder and co-owner of West Coast Beach. Played volleyball for UCLA from 2001 to 2005 competitor on Pro Beach Volleyball's tour 2008-2017, the volunteer assistant coach for UCLA women's team that won the D1 championship in 2011, and also the varsity coach at Crossroads School from 2013 to 2017, state finalist in 2016. There's a whole lot of things and does them very, very well. Please welcome our guest, Aaron Wexler. Aaron, how are you doing? Oh, man. Thank you so much for that intro, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Man, absolutely great to have you. Really quick, tell us something about yourself that we wouldn't know just by looking at you. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I'm i a yogi. Uh, I love to practice yoga. Uh, I love to, you know, kind of go within and, and you know, really get in touch with my, my inner being. I'm a spiritual person. Um, I think that you know, we're all having a, a spiritual experience um, kind of like embodied in our bodies. But, you know, I'm really a spiritual person and, and I like to try to try my best to listen to that inner inner voice inside. Awesome, man. All That's right. great to know. And you know what? Let's let's go with that, because in being a yogi and listening to your inner voice, where are you coming from right now? From what I understand, you're on the beach, just taking life in. Let's talk about that. Where were you? And just walk us through the experience. Right, yeah. you're on the West Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in Los Angeles, and you know, Ooh. just before this, you know, Sorry, Stan. Uh, <laughs> just before this, I was doing a beach yoga class actually in Santa oh. Monica. Uh, it was about 80 degrees outside, and you know, I was um I, before the the show, we were talking about finding your bliss, and I, you know, finding your bliss in moments, whether it's in a yoga class or just by yourself, or whether it's other, with other people. You know, I think it's so important, you know, and just with whatever your mission is or goal is or what you're trying to do with your life, you got to find that bliss, you know. And so I, I, I just found a little bit of it, you know, just closing my eyes, listening to the ocean and looking up at the sky. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping to carry that bliss over into the other areas of my life. 
Amazing. How often do you try to get out there? You know, this is actually my first time on the like in an organized setting for a, like a like an actual yoga class. But I, I have my own practice that I do um, and I've been doing it for a long time. Um, but it, it you know, when you're when you go to a class, you get that nudge from other people, you know, or the teacher, you know. So it's you know, you can find a little bit more discipline, I feel, when you when you join a class. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. I always tell folks yoga intimidates me. Yoga's real. I think there's so many folks that underestimate like how difficult yoga can be. Oh, but nobody does. It's like, no, that is one of the most powerful exercises uh, or let's say activities that one can participate in. What's when you when you think about yoga, what is something you think people misunderstand about yoga, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, great point. You know, for any athletes or coaches listening, man, yoga is it's a practice, right? Just like everything. I mean, you know, we, we go to practice for our sport, you know, and, and, and sometimes practice can be mundane. It's like going through the motions and stuff like that. But yoga is a practice, not just about stretching and being limber. It's about being present, being focused, you know, and that's what really helps me is to, is to get to that practice of listening to, to your breath. You know, I know Prince, you talk a lot about meditation and, and even just like, just finding a few moments doesn't have to be you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, hours, it, it could just be a few moments of practicing, listening to your breath and focusing on just having your thoughts stay calm, you know, and finding that peace. Um, so I think that's the main practice that, you know, the physical side of it, the the actual asanas, the the poses, they can be challenging. And sometimes they can actually be more challenging than weights. Well, Prince, if you found the same things, I know obviously you've done quite a bit of yoga and med- meditation, clearly, Right. So what do you find in those two practices or as they kind of marry each other? Yeah, man, yoga is um, for me, it's it's getting in, in, in contact and connection with your breath. You know, one, being able to breathe through the poses. I remember when I first started yoga, everyone was just like breathe through the poses or breathe through the stance and and be strong and hold it. And you hear this warrior pose and, you know, be strong. And I'm like, man, my muscles are shaking. <laughs> what do you mean breathe through it? But with, with the practice, um, you start learning how to really breathe through your muscles. You know, um, I, I know for me, it was just something that I had to continue to keep doing. And then one day I was in class and I felt myself breathing and I could feel how strong my pose was. And I was saying to myself, this is, this is exactly what they're talking about. I can feel it. So um, it's definitely much more difficult than um, lifting weights. I think, you know, we are, we are conditioned to learn how to lift weights, but when it comes to yoga and holding a pose, it's, 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 we are less conditioned. And so when you start to condition yourself on, you know, these these practices, it becomes a little bit more uh, more of your daily life routine. Um, so, yeah, man, but I love I, I love yoga. I haven't had a chance to get back into it um, as of lately because of, you know, the, our external environment. But for the most part, um, I definitely catch a little bit on the Peloton app and doing this, do it in the house. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Now, I'm going to ask a question and I don't. I don't know if you'll consider it a difficult question or not, but it's going somewhere, I promise. So from what I do see in, in yoga, and, and we've just kind of been spending a little bit of time on this, I just think it's a powerful topic also, uh, and it just came from the experience. The, you go from one move to the next move. There are constant transitions. What do you think the most difficult part uh, about going from one position to the next position is? Integrated movement. 
You know, it's a really good question because, um, you know, we as athletes, we're, we're focused on doing this move and then doing that move. OK, we got to focus on this and then we got to focus on that. Right. Just kind of all all over the place. The challenge is to try to seamlessly integrate the movement. Right. And that's what yoga gives you as an athlete. It gives you uh, a more more of a sense of of integration. Right. Everything is connected. You know, um, your lower body, your upper body, your kinetic chain. Really, all athletes need to know about their kinetic chain. Right. It's just it's just how everything connects. So the more you practice kind of seamlessly moving from one pose to the other, you can carry that over to running. You can carry that over to jumping. You can carry that over to any athletic movement you could you could think of. Right. And um, and, you know, the more you practice it, actually, the the more fun it is to be as integrated as possible. You know, one of the things that um, one of the, my mantras that go through, goes through my head on a daily basis is fluidity, fluidity and movement, fluidity and breathing, fluidity, fluidity, because we're all water. Right. And even like even sitting here, like, you know, sometimes we we, we hunch over. Right. And it's just like that that postural check. You know, like I want to be fluid even as I'm sitting, you know, um, one of the one of the poses in, in yoga is Tadasana, which is a standing pose. And you're just standing. And a lot of most men, a lot of men were really tight in our hips. So we get this external rotation in our hips. And just to practice standing with a fluid check on your body, just like, am I fluid right now? Even just standing here. It's a really good check for all of us, not just men, but everybody, you know. Whoa. Man. Hey, Stan, I'm sorry. I, I got to I got to take this moment, Please. you know, you because know, I, I want talking about fluid. Make sure you hold on to your to your thoughts, Stan. But talk about flu, flu, fluidity. Right. Did I say it correctly? Fluidity. Think, yeah. Flu, fluidity. There we go. I said it right there. Um, We did not get a chance to talk about your flow in life, uh, like where you're from and how did you get here and how did you get to the to to where you are right now? What was that fluid transition like? You know, like, did you grow up on the West Coast? Did you grow up on the East Coast? Where are you from? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm from born and raised in Los Angeles, you know, and uh, my, my parents actually exposed me to yoga and meditation at, at a young age. Uh, they actually met in macrobiotic class. Uh, and if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's kind of a certain style of way of, of eating where you're eating very clean and very conscious and you're focusing on your chewing. And it's, it's very, it's very Eastern um, kind of style of, of, uh, of eating and choosing your food properly. But they met in that class and they exposed me to yoga and meditation in the spiritual world early. So I kind of had that exposure uh, growing up. And then, you know, I, I experienced partying a little bit too hard when I was in college as a, as a D one athlete. Um, I, I worked really hard to get there. And then when I got to UCLA, I, I kind of let loose a little bit and, um, and I kind of reached a point where I was like, man, what am I doing? You know, like, this is, this is not me. And I actually got a job at a yoga studio when I was in college. And a lot of my friends made fun of me, you know, cause you know, they're like, Oh man, that's for girls or whatever, you know? And, and I was just like, it's all good, man. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go there and just learn. I, I wanted to be a yoga teacher for a long time. And so that, that job like just opened me up to this amazing community of people. And I really like that community that the yoga community, the spiritual community, man, like they're just, they're onto something. Right. It's like this mysterious like vibe where you're just like, man, like everyone, mo not everyone, but most people you meet in that community, whether it be yoga or spirituality, is there's an ease to them. Right. No matter what 
what they're doing with their life or their, their path, there's this sense of ease. And I always picked up on that. I was like, man, I want that. You know, I want that ease, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so I, I started uh, practicing quite a bit and then fast forward, you know, uh, for, I don't know, about a decade, you know, I, I was coaching a lot and, you know, working with kids and, um, and, and, and Prince knows this. I actually went to Thailand um, before COVID. Uh, I was, I, I found myself in Thailand at a yoga ashram and uh, I was there by myself. I, I, kind of a long story of how I got there, but I, I, I had the intention of going there and I, I found myself there and it was this really cool manifestation. So I was there and it, this, it just kind of clicked for me. This, this whole notion of like, what are you doing with your life, Aaron? Like that, that inner voice came to me and was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? What, what are we doing here? You know? And, and I was like, man, like, I want to share this message. This, I want to share this message of inspired living to me, you know, and, and we'll get into this more, you know, maybe, but to me, that is what it's all about. Whether, whatever route we go, whether it's an athlete, a writer, a speaker, a podcast host, whatever it might be, you know, businessman, teacher, it's all about like finding that inspired feeling, mm-hmm. you know? And so how do we find that, you know, and, and what, what daily practices are we doing to try to find that? So that's kind of a, a long answer to that, but it's just like, that's, that's what got me on this path. And I'm also working on a forthcoming book, you know, and, and Prince is really inspiring to me because of uh, that right there, his book, you know, <laughs> and, and it's cool to see the finished product, but um, you know, that, that, that journey of, of, this message of like, what is inspired living and how do we find it more? Right. How do we get to it more? Even while we're uninspired. Okay. We can still find it. You know, that, that journey led me to, you know, interviewing people, including Prince, which, which I'm going to release his podcast uh, episode on, on my podcast this week. Um, but it, connecting, right. Connecting up, right. And, and learning and, and, um, and, and also to filtering out the noise, that's a big part of, of this whole journey for me, you know, not looking at the news so much, you know, um, not worrying about other people and their dreams so much. We're, you know, I know we talked about that a little bit, but just staying focused on that inner voice and that calling and that inner mission, you know? So I know I kind of rambled there, but that's kind of where I, I've, I found myself to, to hear it now. <laughs> you know, I, it's amazing. I like the, the terminology connecting up and how important it is to be specific about what we're doing and who we are coming in contact with. So it's like, yeah, connecting is cool, but it's like, no, 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 connecting up, like getting granularly specific and intentional about the language we use. So we, we get to where it is, you know, we, we want to be, what's the title of your book, Aaron, the the book coming out. Do you have a title yet working? It's a working title. I I have one working title. Um, Thank you for asking that. Um, Limitless and powerful. Yeah, that that's that's a working title there. <laughs> because I, yeah, because I think we all are, man. But you know, like, okay, so I'm an athlete, right? So I I I want that feeling of being limitless and powerful on the court in the middle of the game, right? But I also want that while I'm walking down the street, and Ooh. I think both are attainable. You know, while I'm connecting up with someone, while I'm connecting up with y'all, like I want to feel that feeling. To me, it's it's an emotion. It's a it's it, you know the it's an emotional guide guideline. Right. It's a guideline. It's like following that emotion to lead you down this path of inspired living. 
you know, Prince, if you don't mind me, say, go, go ahead, Prince. No, 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 I don't have nothing to say, man. I'm just saying, go ahead, Stan. <laughs> what you're speaking is something that's been, it's up on my mind for a long time. I feel like, like knowing your gift, like that's a superpower in and of itself, right? And then being able to execute the gift. Sometimes the, the, the gift, though, is only present as you're executing. So, example, as you're talking about being on the court, Prince being on the field, like that is when you, I mean, at the top, the best part of you, let's say from a talent standpoint, but what what missing in so many, let's say, lives and the lives of athletes and certainly the everyday human being is leaving their gift where it is and then walking out into everyday life and wishing that that confidence, that spirit was with them all the time. Right. So being able to create that, again, that omnipresence of emotion, of confidence, of whatever it is, all the time. Like, what kind of superhumans would people, I want you both to answer that question if you don't mind. Like, what kind of people would we be if we were, regardless of what it was that we did? Like, because we're all confident when we're in our space, like in our, in our, when we're in our gift. What kind of people would we be if we could take that everywhere with us? You go ahead, Aaron. Beautiful question, man. Beautiful question. We would be the best versions of ourselves, you know, and we would be unconditional. The, the conditions around us wouldn't phase what we're going through as a part of our own evolution. And we would inspire others who aren't quite there yet to come along on that journey, you know, and we would we would live in that blissful state as a player in the game of life. And we would play to win. Mm-hmm. That's deep. <laughs> That's what you got. I don't know. I thought I was about to say we would play to play to lose because we always winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's awesome. But I, uh, to second that, I would just say exactly what he said, man. To become the best versions of ourselves. Like from that point on, you're not really concerned about all the debilitating thoughts that you have in your head, or if you have any. You know, because we, we will be living from uh, a place of pure confidence uh, and we will exude that. And anyone else that, will, that we will con- come in contact with, they will actually um, connect with that and they would embody that. And right away, they'd be like, whoa, 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 hey, all right. So now I have all the confidence in the world. So now I whatever that I do, like for yourself, Stan, you know, I get on stage and I speak to a thousand people. You know, I, I get up there and it's just like, let's go. You know, even though you have the nerves inside, it's just like, let's go. Boom. And you you, you speak, you get lost in, in, in the moment, you, you get into the zone, then you come out of it. And it's like, what happened? Like, I, I don't I don't even know what happened. But hey, like everyone is clapping like, whoa, is this a dream? You know, so it's it's that moment that, you know, we only get a chance to glimpse it. Uh, it would it would be everlasting, you know, within our day to day lives. Yeah. Yeah, And can I add on to that real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. And the other thing we would be is we would not have any FOPO. This is a big one. I I actually, (laughs) I I recently learned this one. And and for you guys, for all your listeners, this is big. FOPO is fear of other people's opinions. And that kind of drives a lot of people, including me. I'm I'm not a master of not having FOPO, but just to be aware of it is, is very helpful. Um, you know, even in sports, right? Like we go through, sometimes we go through careers just wanting validation from others, right? Right. 
like some of us, I'm, I'm not saying it's, you know, all of us, but sometimes that's a driving factor. So Stan, going back to your question, like we would, we would eliminate that. We wouldn't have any FOPO because it doesn't serve us. Mm. I'm changed because of this interview. <laughs> it's serious. Like it's crazy how, you know, you, again, it's about, I guess, connecting up over the past couple of weeks. And then Prince and I are in our, all of our interaction and conversations about the constant understanding of wanting to level up and what it takes to level up. Sometimes people say, hey, do this. You don't know exactly how to get to that. And there are these different, again, pieces that you put together a conversation like, yo, if I can just take this part of me yeah. and carry it with me everywhere, because everlasting, let's say, confidence or undeniable confidence, it doesn't mean that defeat doesn't exist or doesn't ex- absolve you of failure. Just right. means that you, you rock. Like, okay, this is what's supposed to happen when you try hard. And I, I know whether it be Prince going a touchdown and running, running 80 yards and then turning around, like what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, the, like feeling that or being on the volleyball court and spiking or getting the wind, like, you know, what everyone's cheering is Prince said, like, you know, what just happened? Right. And then that just moving in life through that way, through that, again, supreme confidence, it really, and it's intoxicating. And yes. Yeah. It's intoxicating. And it feels like it's also something you all, please, both of you feel like, uh, if you'd like to comment or answer, feels like it's contagious. Well, yeah. So it's contagious for sure. It's motivating. It's inspiring. But really what it is, is it's relatable. That's the whole idea of, of what I'm trying to do with my message. And I, I feel the same thing from you guys as well. Like, not everyone's going to be an NFL player. Not everyone's going to be a champion, right, On the, uh, within their sport. But if we could relate a little bit from somebody, like maybe if someone just heard a little that FOPO idea and they could relate that to their lives, I mean, that's that's what it is. That's that contagiousness, that positive contagiousness that we want, right? We want to make we want to make all our stuff relatable, right? I think that's key. And 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 I have to make one comment. You're mm-hmm. not trying. You're doing. That's what's up. <laughs> sure. The harder you work, the luckier you will get. Yeah, that's what's up. And and I just sorry, Stan. I just want to say about the FOPO thing because that's heavy. The FOPO thing is kind of real, man. Not kind of real. It's real. Mm -hmm. You know, like even uh, you know, Prince and I talk a lot about you know when we started our this project, like putting ourselves out there. That you have to you have to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and be like, let's go, man, let's go, and not worry about that FOPO. So if anyone out there listening to this is has a project. Or like they want to do a podcast or they want to do, start YouTube or they want to put themselves out there. Do it. Like, don't even worry about FOPO. It's part of it. Like, you, you will have opinions. You'll, you'll get support. You'll get hate. That's all good. That's all for you. You know, that's another thing I want to say is like things don't happen to you in life. They Everything happens for you. You know, I'll, I'll be vulnerable for a second. I, I got a DUI when I was in college and I got suspended from the team and I, it really messed me up. But now looking back on that, man, that was for me that that, you know, that and got, you know, thank God no one got hurt and everything was OK. You know, I was able to bounce back and, and all that stuff. But that was a big turning point in my life, man. That was big because I had to check myself. I'd be like, dude, this is not you, bro. This is not you, you know. And and so when things like that happen, you know, it if you choose to make those things, you know, part of growth, you know, it's it, it, going back to choice, right? You have to choose. Okay. Here's a big thing. Winning, right? You have to choose to be a champion mm. before you play, before mm. you take the field, before you, you have to choose that you're going to win. 
Oof. you know? And so for me, like when, when you have something that, that is bad in your life, you know, you have to choose how that's going to affect you. Do you brood? Like when I tell my athletes, I'm like, no brooding. You don't need to brood, you know, uh, like use that as fuel that happened for you. It's kind of a spiritual concept, too, because like even things outside of you, right, to things that happen to other people or in society or in the news that are happening that aren't desirable and aren't good. They're still happening for you. If you choose that, you know, and that's why I, I choose that. I think everything is for all of us, you know. And thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sh for sharing that also. And that's major. Prince, what, what's that thought? I feel like you, you have a question, a thought. I'm, I'm just inspired, inspired by just your spirit. Uh, just, you know, you talking on and, and getting on here and being real, uh, you know, speaking to people because it's sometimes it's hard to uh, say something um, that's relatable to people. Um, and also, you know, we're in this new era where we're in this virtual world. So how do you connect and reach people, um, on, you know, on this platform? Uh, and and really speak to them and really say, hey, I'm speaking to you. Uh, everyone, anyone that's listening, understand that FOPO is a real thing and understand that, you know, you have the, the, the spirit inside of you to inspire other people, motivate them. And and just being great and being the best version of yourself is, is very contagious, as Stan mentioned. You, you know, uh, so that's that's what I wanted to say. I, another thing that I wanted to ask is how. Do you? I, I know you. I know that you work with kids, and I'm not even sure if you mentioned that, but I'm I'm prematurely mentioning that. Um, how do you keep them inspired? What What are the things that allow for you to like get down and say, "Hey, let, let me let me let me say something to you." You know mm -hmm. what, what? How do you how do you get their attention? Because we all understand, you know, as we become adults, like you start finding people that 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 have the the imposter, imposter syndrome. Right. And so these kids, they th these kids can identify someone that's real right away. So how do you get their attention? Oof, great question, man. It's a challenge, especially right now. I feel like attention is the new currency right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Just getting their attention is, is, is the number one thing. Right. But how do we keep them inspired? Well, you know, first of all, I will say that it's a daily challenge for me. Like when I'm driving to work, you know, and I'm, I'm, thinking about what I'm going to tell my other coaches. Cause I, you know, I have a, a cadre of coaches. That's part of it. That's a huge part of it is like, Hey, what am I, how can I inspire my coaches so that we can pay that forward to the kids? Right. But one of the tools that I use, um, and again, like going back to my project within the game is all about tools for inspired living. So to answer your question, man, I'm looking for that. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I want, I want myself, my coaches, my kids all to have a tool belt, just like Batman. I want us all to have these, that, that cool tool belt and we can just choose things. Right. So the first thing is gratitude, right? Like that's the number one tool, like right in front. It's like, man, like whatever you're going through, be grateful for it. And I'm, I'm extra blessed and grateful because I get to work at the beach. Right. And I'm, I, that's the very first thing I start with that. You know, I, I'm like, hey, guys, look where you are. Right. Not everybody gets to have this. Let's start with that. Let's be very grateful. Do not be arrogant about this. You know, um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I actually asked them. I asked them who's inspired today. It's almost a little cheesy and corny at first. You know, kids are like, OK, whatever, you know, but it's like but now that I I kind of ask it on a daily basis, like anyone have anything to share about 
anything that's inspiring. Kids start to think about it. They're like, man, I got an A on my test the other day. I, I studied really hard for it. And I'm like, great. That's awesome. You know, or, um, you know, uh, a kid goes on a winning streak at practice, man. Like, man, like I worked so hard on this one skill and it's paid off. And I'm like, I'm inspired. Great. You know, like I think the more that we can share our inspiration with others, that's what keeps us kind of going back to that relating, right? We can relate to each other in that way, you know? Um, so, so I would say, yeah, those two things come to mind. Gratitude as a very easy thing you can. And then like, here's another thing. Like when, when someone's like gratitude, like, okay, what are you talking about? Find anything and you can find the clothes on your back. You can look at your body and be like, man, so thankful for this, man. You could, you could go to your parents, you go to your family, you go to your community. Like there's so much to be grateful for, you know? And if you just start with that vibration, man, it carries over to everything else. It carries over to your thoughts. It carries over to the way you think, the way you, you communicate with others, the way, like what you're doing with your energy, right? Because if you're not grateful, man, that's, that's a bad, that's a bad place to be, you know, it's a bad place to be. So, you know, being grateful. And then uh, the, the other thing I want to say too is the ability to have transformative action. I took a class at UCLA. Uh, it was a it was a, a graduate class, and I was an undergrad. And I, I got permission from the the teacher, the professor, to be in it. And it was all about transformative action. And what that really means is taking one thing, transforming it to another, specifically for what you want. Right? We could take the news right now. Things are going kind of weird in the news. We could transform it into something that is a positive, right? And it's a practice to do that, you know? So I'm trying to teach these kids that I work with how to do that, you know? And you could do it. You could do it on a daily basis. What can, well, hey, what can you transform today, you know? And that's inspiring because you could, like, I see, you know, where, we, where we're at, you know, we see quite a bit of homeless people and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough to see that reality, but it's also an opportunity to transform and to say, Hey, like, this is a, this is a condition for this person. Can we, can we like smile and nod and not, not like, um, ignore them. That's a transformative action. You know, um, I hired one of a, a guy to, to help me set up the courts down there. That's a transformative action, you know? Um, so, you know, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I get fired up when you ask me that because that's, <laughs> that's what I'm all about. Right. I'm all about trying to, to live that myself and then to carry that and, and to pass that, pay that forward. Mm. Again, giving people the tools to change themselves and yeah. being able to describe, Hey, this is what a transformative action is. This is what you can do. And as a matter from a, from an empathy standpoint, if this bothers you or troubles you, okay, what can you do or what are you willing to do to ignite yeah. some kind of change or transition? Because all those are little miniature transitions along the way. If you don't mind, I'm going to ask, you know, yeah. one of my final questions or my final question. And you mentioned your, you know, the, the kids that you spend time with and obviously that you coach. What's some advice? What advice would you give to the younger version of you? You give so mm. much great advice and guidance now. What kind of advice would you give the younger version of you? No FOPO. No FOPO. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like straight up, like no FOPO and like, and like, um, Start meditating and visualizing now, mm. you know, um, visualization is a big part of meditation. And again, I just came from this class like right before this. So I, I was in it, you know, but like learning how to sustain visualization is, is challenging because 
we just talked about attention, right? Like your focus can just shift so quickly now, especially with the phones and the and, and social media. But I would tell my younger self, like, hey, don't worry about what other people think. Stay focused on your dreams, kid. That's what I would tell myself. Like, like get clear and stay focused, write it down, create a vision board and get laser focused on that, you know, and um, and have more fun. It's all OK. Everything's OK. I would I would tell myself self that like, dude, you're good. You're good. Keep doing what you keep following your inspiration. Keep following your passion. Like whatever gives me like the tingles right here on the back of my neck, like follow that more, like go for that, you know? Yo, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. It's funny. I feel like sometimes, especially when you're young, everyone's trying to, let's say, follow the cool crowd. And in the back of my mind, sometimes I'm thinking like, yo, man, you're the cool crowd. Mm. So if more folks remember like, nah, you, you're the cool crowd. Yeah. Wait, 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 one more, sorry. One more thing. No, be, a, be a beacon of light. That's what I would tell myself too, right? Like I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'm trying my, my best to do that. You know, like I, I feel like I, I'm getting better at that. I feel you. I know I need to stop saying that word, but uh, be a beacon of light in whatever way that feels to you. Mm. I like that. Mm. I like mm. that. It's mm. free. <laughs> yeah, it's free, man. It is. Oh, well, I would I would say a bunch of stuff to my young. I'd be like, don't watch the news anymore, man. That that's not serving you. Don't oh. do that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great point. My dad sometimes he'll, uh, you know, it's kind of like when you let's say you want to get revenge or for to someone, or uh, you want to say something back, or whatever it is, right? Or let's say you know something that could hurt someone, but there he would, he always says, "What is there? Who wins? Like what? What's at stake? Like what are you trying to gain? Right? What kind of fruit are you trying to bear? Whenever you ask me that." It always just it 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 floors it it really stabilizes my thought my mind is like what fruit are you trying to bear right. and that again all this entire conversation your point and obviously I was spending time with Prince that's something that it's it's it sticks with me like okay to say this to do this to not be that beacon of light to choose whatever it is it's like okay what fruit am I trying to bear and I think those are these these small little pieces. That again, as we continue to engage younger folks and the people that we're around every day, that they get some of that on them too, and we continue to get it on ourselves. Prince, man, what are your final thoughts or any questions you have? Yeah, my final questions is well, one, I need to my final statement uh, is Aaron, man, you are an inspiration, man. You got me sitting up in my chair like, hey, hey, <laughs> I think I may want to go and play a football game since the Ravens lost last night, man. <laughs> You know, but no, I, I, I don't. But <laughs> I do feel inspired to. But um, w- one of the things um, I want to talk about, like, you know, our circle and keeping our circle tight and making sure you have the people around you that's going to gas you up, the people that's going to support you. And my final question would be in within your inner circle and even the outer circle, what do you want people to say about your legacy? Mm. You know, legacy is, is a, is a interesting idea because you know, that's later, right? Like that's after we're gone. Um, So it's kind of weird to think like that, but I want to leave a legacy of, of peace, love, hope, 
light, inspiration, you know, positivity, you know, um, a go, go get it kind of mentality, you know, and, and lifting everyone up around you, whether they're in the, whether they're within my inner circle or not, like leaving the legacy of like going on the path of spiritual enlightenment and being the best version of yourselves at all, like at all times, you know, and, and not worrying about stuff and not living in the past too much, you know, and putting yourself, you know, and, and, and focusing on, on the future and manifesting, manifest what you want, you know, and remembering your dreams, like all these things that I'm talking about, I want that to be my legacy. Oh man. So I want to say that you have someone behind you that has left a legacy that has inspired all of us. You know, um, Kobe Bryant has done that, man. And, uh, that's, that's one of the things that, you know, what we'll say about his legacy, about the imprint that he left on us and the imprint that he left on our hearts, uh, man. So thank you for sharing that, man. So you're, you're sitting in your, the room of inspiration of how you want to leave your legacy, man, with those books behind you and just, you know, keep being those worries that are on those pages and living that out and, and, and get rid of the word trying. Yeah. You know, not, you know, like, I, but I, I tell people all, all the time, you know, even when when somebody says like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do it. And it, it's just a casual conversation. And, yeah, I stopped and be like, well, yeah, you're not you're not trying. And they're like, what? You know, and I, and I, I, I intentionally disrupt them because I want them to hear what they're saying, you know, because eventually you're going to go back and you're like, I'm not trying. I am. Right. Going. I right. am going, you know, because I we am. don't we don't want to wait until our forties and fifties and and sixties and say, "Oh man, we was trying." I'm still trying, you know. At some point in time, you know, we have to say, "This is what I do," you know. This is who I am. Like I, okay. I, I, I hear Stan said, you know, he's just like, "Hey, I'm 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 Stan the man," and and it 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 just sounds really good because he's telling you who he is and what he does, and uh and and so you know, it's just that's just something for us to all to remember and remind us, you know, in our circle, like change those words, like let people know and let those kids know, you know, like let, let your younger version of the younger version of yourself know, like you're not trying, stop trying. Right. Right. You know, cause then, then they're like, well, I didn't know I was trying. Well, do it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm doing it. You know, hey, then they really start saying it. Prince, I really appreciate that. And you're absolutely a hundred percent right. Uh, one thing that we, we we were talking about the tools and how to stay inspired, you know, one of the tools that I use is affirmations. I don't know if you guys listen to affirmations, but I think those I, going back to that question that you asked me, Stan, of what what I would tell my younger self, I would tell my younger self to start listening to positive affirmations on the daily. Oof. Right. Like there's one it, Prince. And you're, again, you're right about the whole word of try. Like there's one I listen to um, almost every day called I am. And it's, I am powerful. I am great. I am successful. I am. And just for an hour, you know, and I'll listen to it when I drive or, or when I do other things, but affirmations is rewiring the subconscious, you know, and, and that is what I would tell my younger self. I, I And what I am going to pass that forward and pay that forward to the next generation. Absolutely, man. Aaron, thank you so very much. This episode did not disappoint. <laughs> did not disappoint. Thank but you. Anytime. Look forward to having you back sometime with us as well. And how can folks learn more about you or how can they find you on social media to connect and learn more about what you do and who you are? Yeah. Hey, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate this opportunity. And that was a, that was a fun talk. We should definitely do a part two sometime. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, you can you guys can find me on uh, on Instagram a wex l a a w e x l a, and then uh, my podcast. If you guys can uh, follow that, I'm just kind of starting it up, but it, it's going really well. At within the game podcast. Amazing. Yo, again, Aaron Wexler, thank you so very much for joining us today, being so transparent and also shining so much light for everyone as well and obviously sharing part of your story. Who knows? Part two may be in the mix. For those of you all watching, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Prince Daniels Jr. YouTube page again, okay? Make sure you subscribe to the Prince Daniels Jr. YouTube page and you can join us every week at Tuesday, Game Beyond Facebook page live 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, join us on Facebook Live every Tuesday. Game Beyond the Games Facebook page every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you all so very much for being here. Until next time, peace. Peace, peace everybody. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.